powered by Transistor FM. Welcome to Friends, Foes, and Neither. Do not adjust your podcatcher settings, as what you are about to hear is real. It's the Derek Duvall Show. Prepare yourself for insightful interviews with incredible people. Join us now as we delve ever deeper into the human condition. And now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Derek Duvall! Hello, Duvall Nation. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hi. Thank you so much. Please sit. Thank you. Hello, Duvall Nation, and welcome to the Derek Duvall Show. We are back with another fantastic journey into the lives of extraordinary people. This episode is brought to you today by the fine folks at BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Derek Duvall Show. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash Derek Duvall Show. So before we jump into this episode, I want to say a huge thank you to my last guest, Lenita Mitchell Blackwell. What a fantastic guest, and I was blown away by the response to her episode. If you have not heard our in-depth interview, I strongly advise you to check it out after the conclusion of this episode. So welcome to episode 183, and we have a fantastic episode lined up for you today. We have on the show Kim Shapira. Now, Kim is a famed dietitian and nutritional therapist with over 25 years of experience in the field. She is the founder of Kim Shapira Method and works with a wide range of high-profile clients. She has written a brand new best-selling book, Six Simple Rules to Transform Your Relationship with Food to Become Your Healthiest Self, and she will be discussing ways that we can have a better relationship with what we are putting in our bodies. This is an absolutely brilliant conversation and one of my favorites I've had in a while. So let's get Kim out here. Duval Nation, please welcome to the show, calling in today from Los Angeles, California, Kim Shapira. Kim, hello. Welcome to the Derek Duvall Show. How is the weather out by you today? You know what? It's blue skies and sunny. How about with you? It's 103 degrees and miserable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's Kim, funny. Yeah. All right, Kim, with the pandemic now coming to an end, how was it for you to navigate the COVID-19 world? Oh, boy. Loaded question right off the bat. It was a test of how fast I could pivot. And I wrote a book during the pandemic and I saw a lot of clients and it was okay. It was okay. Definitely life-changing, sadly. All right. Yeah. So so every journey has a beginning. Kim, where were you born and what was it like to grow up there? I was born in Los Angeles and it was all I knew. So it was pretty incredible. Yeah. So what age did you decide you want to get interested in the science of nutrition and body chemistry? I knew at around the age 12 that I was going to have a health profession. And I think I was in college when I decided it was going to be nutrition. Really? So what were your favorite memories from Tulane University? Besides the drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Besides the standing on the, you know, the tabletops guzzling down beer. Definitely my friendships. Yeah, it was a really good time. So for my listeners, what's your degree in? 
My graduate degree is in human metabolism and clinical nutrition. My undergrad is in exercise science and kinesiology with a minor in psychology. And you got your human metabolism and uh, clinical nutrition from Boston University, correct? I did, yes. That's your master's, okay. Yeah. So what led you to found the Kim Shapiro Method in June of 1998? Well, the story begins, I was a sick kid. And so when I was 12, I got sick and I ended up in the hospital having multiple reconstructive surgeries. And I didn't know until later on that each person develops emotional triggers that they then pick careers and spouses to work on and master in their life. So uh, I knew that I didn't want to be sick. And somebody told me that food could make you sick or healthy. And I ran with it. Okay. So how hard was it to get established in Los Angeles and stand out amongst other dietitians? It's a really, really good question. I never looked around to see who else was doing what I was doing. I knew that I did not want to work in a hospital and I wanted to have follow-ups and develop relationships and follow through with my clients. So I immediately left Boston. I rented space in a medical center. I knocked on every single doctor's office and I just stayed around waiting, you know, for the clients to roll in and help whoever I could. And it took about a year. I just remember my first client feeling so grateful to be working with him. Hmm. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember the feeling of booking that first celebrity client and then how fast it did it take for word to spread for you to become the juggernaut that you are today? It's interesting. Um, my dad is a Hollywood agent. He's a talent agent. So I never really differentiated people based on celebrity status or not. I didn't see them that way. I still don't actually, which I think is a really one of my gifts. I think other people do. And I think that's fascinating. But I, I just see when someone's in my office and they're having an appointment with me, I just see their human spirit. And, and that's the part that I work on. I admire that. All right. Now you've written a book. Yes. This is what you're really hungry for. Six simple rules to transform your relationship with food to become your healthiest self. First off, great title. Thank Rolls you. right off the tongue. So what inspired you to write this book after so many years in the field of nutrition? I wanted to write a book ever since my 11th grade English teacher, Mr. Nathan said, told me that I should stop writing. It really? was, yeah, he told me I was a terrible writer. And obviously it like definitely was something I had to overcome for many years. So I always wanted to write a book. And the thing that frustrated me was I felt like I had the secret sauce to helping people maintain weight loss. And I didn't have the platform to be able to really help as many people as I wanted to. And so this book, I feel like when it starts really getting into people's hands and the people that need to see it, I really feel like it's for them. It's for every single person who has ever struggled with their weight or failed at maintaining weight loss. And, you know, it's to help improve their health. I can't wait. Right. Now, this book is full of, you know, great stories, tips, plenty of sage advice of how to get your body and mind right and have a great relationship with food. When we look at rule number one, which is, you know, eat when you're hungry, one of the things you talk about is eating when you're emotional. And I know I'm guilty of sin about this. Why do we feel we do this? It's interesting. Well, our body detects stress in under 10 seconds. And so it detects stress from either a lion that has come into the room 
from being hungry, from being bored, from being tired, from any sort of stress. Our body doesn't really know where the stress is coming from, but it it detects it in less than 10 seconds and it triggers the hippocampus and adrenals. And the hippocampus is really that emotional part that tells us food is a good idea. And so really when, when you're thinking about it, it's, it's figuring out rule number one, how hungry are you? But more importantly, where's your mind? And so I love this practice of asking yourself, where's my body? It's, it's just right here. It's with us. And then asking yourself where your mind is and recognizing, oh my gosh, my mind's on a conversation that I had three days ago, or it's on a dinner I'm going to have next Thursday. Hmm. And the practice of being mindful, bringing your mind back here without judgment. So you can kind of figure out what's going on inside your body and then coping with that appropriately. I do want to talk about rule number two. Eat what you love. Now, I have a weakness for French fries, which I know are a first-class ticket to a Widowmaker heart attack. But as I'm getting much older, I know I can't do that all the time. What is a great way to substitute something you've grown up loving to eat for something that can be a good, you know, much more healthier substitute? Okay, well, I think that's really very loaded. I don't believe in substitutes unless the food is making you sick. So then you did say heart attack. So if you're trying to prevent a heart attack, First of all, let's all go back to eating only when you're hungry. So if a French fry is eaten when you're hungry, then you should also recognize that you don't need as many French fries as you thought you did to be satisfied. So most diseases are weight related. And if you pay attention to your appetite and you eat the appropriate amount for right now, you can really clean up a lot of your health issues. So it's trusting that you can have more French fries later. If you are somebody who gets sick from French fries or you're trying to lower your cholesterol, then looking for a substitute French fry would be the type of oil the French fry is cooked in. Can you tell my listeners briefly about rule number three, eat without distractions? Yeah. So we talked about it a little bit, but there are many types of distractions. There's the emotional ones. There's physical cravings. There's just having the food right in front of you. And then there's hunger. So it's really important to... I say follow these rules at 90% of like most of your day. You really want to be concentrating on that piece. And so it's making sure that you're eating when you're hungry, not because the food is in front of you, not because you're not okay, and not because you're having a craving. Hmm. Now, rule number four has become a daily part of my life. And we explored it before, like you said, the you know, trying to get healthier and what have you. And that is, you know, I believe that. 10,000 steps should be part of everyone's daily life if they are physically able to. Yeah. Walk 10,000 steps a day. For my listeners, why is 10,000 the magic number? Okay. Well, the truth is the magic number is 7,000, but I say 10. And so to me, it's the magic number. And I'm going to tell you why. The average American gets between three and 4,000 steps and they're obese. Again, weight-related diseases are related to obesity. So we want to counteract that. And we're looking for sustainable results because it's really actually easy to lose weight. It's really hard to maintain that weight loss. And to maintain that weight loss, you need to actually change. And the part that is hard is change because we like to sleepwalk through our day about 47% of the time. We do exactly what we did the day before. So- to get the amount of steps, which the appropriate number is 7,000, to lower your risk of sudden death by 50%. Our goal and most people's goal, will they will say it's to lose weight. And I want to wake them up from that idea and change it to your goal is not to lose weight, but to maintain that weight loss. And so in order to maintain it, 
it's 10,000 steps. And 10,000 steps helps your digestion, your hormone balance, your sleep and wake cycles, your mood, and improves the way you metabolize food and helps you maintain your weight. I, I honestly, since the beginning of the year, I've been walking 10,000 or close to 10,000 steps a day. And I can tell you, I, anybody who's listening to the show right now, I will be the first one to say, I can definitely tell that my health has improved significantly. Yeah. And we're here in August and I've dropped 43 pounds. Congratulations. That's, that's, that's amazing. It's, it's incredible. It, it truly does work. Yeah, it does yeah. work. And yeah. it's probably your favorite part of the day. It, 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 it helps. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. helps actually you be able to respond to all things that happen in the rest of your day. Yeah. That's the mood part. Yeah. And it probably helps your sleep and your digestion, your hormone, everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important. And so you did say walk 10,000 steps and if you're able to, and I would change that to it's 10,000 acts of movement. So if you are not able, let's say you have a broken ankle or you have a sprained foot, whatever it is, use your arms. You know, you can do arm exercises, you can dance, you can do squats without really leaning on your foot, um, wall squats, things like that. You can do lots of things, but you want to be as active as possible. And I would say it's 10,000 movements. And if 10,000 feels really, really hard, then you probably are in this idea that you have to be perfect. And the truth is, is we have very long lives and we have to work on being progressive. And so we're just wanting to add a little bit more than we did yesterday. I wouldn't go crazy with trying to get to 10,000 right away because that's going to be for the rest of your life. Now, I may come across as the star poople just then, but then unfortunately with rule number five, I'm not as good. I don't drink as much water as you recommend. Uh, your book says to drink eight cups of water a day. What are the health benefits of eight cups? Well, curious, how much water do you drink? About five, maybe four at best. And a lot of coffee or tea? A lot of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Well, the good news is if you're super dehydrated, your body is so efficient, it helps you convert that coffee to water. But water is the way that we naturally detox. So people are so interested in cleanses and detox when water is really what helps our body do it naturally. We detox every single day. And so if you think about each organ from the top of your head all the way to the bottom, water helps get rid of toxins in your brain, in your heart, in your stomach, in your lungs, in your kidneys. We are losing water all day long and we really need it to help us lose weight and to keep that weight off. If you don't drink enough water, your body jumps in and says, okay, my kidneys can't get rid of all that, those toxins. My liver is going to assist over here. And if the liver is helping the kidneys, the liver stops metabolizing fats in the form of cholesterol, triglycerides, and body fat, making you fatter. So just to lose weight and keep the weight off, eight cups of water really help with just that. Hmm. That, there you go. I need to start drinking more water. You just yeah, sold you me. It's, yeah. You just sold me. All right. There I know. You go. Now, where's your water? We got. I'm, I'm on empty, but I, we. I got to get some. Good for you. It's right here. There you go. <laughs> well, you're better than me right now. <laughs> you're better than me. I need to fill up. All right. Okay, Devon Nation. We're going to go ahead and take a small break right here, but we will be right back with the conclusion of this interview with Kim Shapira. Maybe you take this time to refresh that drink and take some super long deep breaths. You know that's right. Cluzo style. Out with the bad air, in with the good. Out with the bad air, in with the good. Please give your attention to a few friends of my show, and we will be right back. Enjoy listening to podcasts and ever wonder, can I make a podcast? But it seems so complicated, and good audio production can take time. 
What if there was a way to create an amazing podcast easily? Well, now there is. Introducing Podcasting Made Easy from Podcasting Audio. My production team will handle your entire audio production, allowing you to be the star of your show. This is Podcasting Made Easy. How easy? Well, so easy, you don't even have to press record. Now that's easy. Your listeners are waiting. Let's deliver. Sign up for a free strategy call today at podcasticaudio.com slash easy. Hello, Duval Nation. Derek Duval here. Mental health is not only a top priority in my life, but it should be in yours too. As a combat military veteran, I have seen what untreated mental health looks like, which is why I've been using a therapist for well over a decade. Seeing a trusted therapist has helped me reconcile life events and other important things I've been witness to since returning home from the service and has changed my life for the better in many ways. Which is why going forward I am pleased to announce that BetterHelp will be sponsoring The Derek Duvall Show. BetterHelp is the world's first therapy service and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then, you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you can expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling flexibility and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Derek Duvall Show. That's BetterHelp.com slash Derek Duvall Show. Hey, it's Michelle Fabre, and you're listening to The Derek Duvall Show. You can hear my brand new single, I'm All That I Need, on all streaming platforms right now. Teachers, do you ever have these feelings or have been told these things? Do you want Kleenex for your classroom? Maybe you should think about buying your own with your own money. You get the summer off, you can have a second job. Do you really need a pay raise? Oh, do you need to use the restroom? Maybe you can do that in the three minutes while students are changing classes. Boy, sure hope your room doesn't descend into Lord of the Flies in that time. Oh, things are going pretty good for one. Surprise! Budget cuts. Well, you're in luck because we've got a book just for you. Hi, everyone. It's Katie Kinder, educator, speaker, and author of Untold Teaching Truths. I invite you to purchase my book and join this journey as we talk about the wild world of public education. Part memoir, part strategy. It is available on BookBaby, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Teach on Warriors. We've got this. This is Benjamin Sledge, author of Where Cowards Go to Die. In my award-winning memoir, you'll discover the raw humanity, intricate complexity, and brutal barbarity of those who served in the Iraq and Afghan wars, and the psychological toll it took on modern veterans. 
You can purchase Work Hours Go to Die on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or anywhere major books are sold. Look for me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Benjamin C. Sledge. Hey, it's Presley Tennant, and you're listening to The Derek Duvall Show. You can find my brand new EP, 600 Miles, on all streaming platforms right now. Hello everyone, this is Janae Sergio, life coach, combat veteran, and best-selling author. I invite you to purchase my new book, Perfectly Flawed, A Veteran's Journey from Homeless to Hero. In these pages, you will learn about the lowest struggles of my life to the absolute triumphs that have made me the strong woman I am today. Follow along as I talk about homelessness, my naval role in Operation Enduring Freedom, navigating insurmountable odds, and how I dealt with and overcame them. You can find Perfectly Flawed on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. Welcome back to episode 183 of the Derek Duvall Show. Let's get right back to it with the conclusion of our interview with famed dietitian, nutritional therapist, and author of the best-selling new book, Six Simple Rules to Transform Your Relationship with Food to Become Your Healthiest Self, Kim Shapira. Actress Kaylee Cuoco wrote the foreword for your book. How did you approach her to do that, and uh, what's it like to work with her? Kaylee's great. She's been my client for 19 years. You know, she's one of the hardest working people I have ever met. I, I just simply asked her because we've been on this journey together and, you know, I've seen her grow into this amazing woman and she's seen me kind of really do what I'm doing. And so it was an easy ask. That's awesome. What's the reception to the book been like? It's been better than I could have imagined because it's scary. I never thought of myself as an artist. I've been, you know, behind closed doors, working privately with clients. And all of a sudden I'm this artist putting something out that I believe so much in and I did give it to one client and he's like, I already knew everything in it. And so that was my first like response from a client. And then it started trickling in where people were starting to get the chills and like really changing from the words in the book. And so I was so nervous, but I think it's really good. And I think that it's really going to help people a That's lot. Am- That's amazing. Yeah. You touched on this very briefly, but I want to just shed a light on it. You know, it's an estimated 45 million Americans go on a diet each year, yet 80% of those who shed the weight will not maintain it and gain over half of it back within two years. Why exactly is that? The moving is very important for sustainability, but it's really, we're very lazy. We, um, like I said earlier, we sleepwalk through most of our days. And so think about if I said, okay, you know what, now I'm going to have you write a book. That's going to feel hard and overwhelming. And our minds jump right in to help us survive every single moment in the most pleasurable way. Why would I want to do something hard? I'm going to look for ways that's going to make it easier. And so when we have these emotional triggers that we're responding to all day long, right? It could be a phone call. It could be a deadline. It could be, it could be a parking ticket. And what happens is our mind says, this is really uncomfortable, but I remember we ate and that was more fun than the way we feel. So let's go do that. 
And it's really hard for people to understand that food is fuel. They get really angry when I say that because they want to say it's so much more. And the truth is, is if we think food is entertainment or our source of comfort or our source of joy, we're not we're not really doing it right. Food is only fuel. It's meant to nourish our bodies, but we should absolutely love the food that we're eating. We just don't need to overeat it. And it's interesting, the idea that we overeat it, we're so fear-based that people forget that we're going to eat again. People forget that they've had 21 meals this week and that they're going to have 21 next week. It shocks me when I say to somebody, if I told you, you get to know all the food you're ever going to eat right now, would you want to know that? No, because we want to have all those experiences, but we should be hungry when we have those experiences. We need to be working on being able to tame our mind. So when it says food is anything other than fuel, we can recognize that's an alarm going off and that we're not okay. So as a dietitian, um, how are you competing with the fat loss injections that are currently in the market? And do you think they are sustainable long-term? That's my fear that they may not be, but I'm doing everything in my power to help people who are using them to know that they can do it without it. So the fat loss medications, weight loss medications, what they do is they actually are working on the hippocampus, which we talked about that emotional eating, it takes away the emotional hunger. And it also is working on our stomach hormone called ghrelin. Now, every single human has ghrelin, which is a hormone that tells our mind we're satisfied. It takes from the minute we start eating about 15 minutes for that ghrelin to be recognizing that we've had enough food. So we have a 15 minute like pause or caution button. And most people eat all their food in three or four or five minutes. And so by the time that 15 minute mark comes, they're full. And if we overeat, we're not going to be hungry again in three hours, which is a whole blood sugar thing. And if we're not hungry in three hours, and the next meal is coming around, we're already overeating and we constantly are in this cycle. So I am totally okay with this medication. We are in an obesity epidemic and we need to turn that around so we can reduce our risk of every single disease by 30%, right? So there's that. Now, what I really want people to see is that they are in control and that they should be managing their lifestyle right now while they're having this support so they can maintain that weight loss. Yeah. Okay. Now, this next question is kind of interesting. When we were doing the research for you, uh, this one kind of I found very interesting. You did a stretch as a professor at California State University. What inspired you to teach for two years? Yeah, I did. That's funny. Well, funny story. I always wanted to be a teacher. And my parents, you know, as you probably know, I had a little bit of a shopping addiction, which started when I was in the hospital, which my mom would say to me, like, we'll go shopping. And so I just started rationalizing that every emotion needs something new. And so my, my parents said to me, they were not going to pay for my college if I decided to be a teacher because I wouldn't be able to afford my lifestyle. And so being able to teach at CSUN was awesome. And it was kind of like me doing what I had always dreamed of doing. I had a great time. And the joke is on my parents because I often say to them, I am a teacher. I'm not in a classroom, but like I ended up becoming the teacher that I wanted to be. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Pierre de Coubertin said the most important thing in life is not the triumph, but the struggle. You get a chance to talk to your younger self. What do you say to her? I would say 
the joy is in the journey. It's a long, long journey. And like, you know, the struggle and learning how to rise above it is the coolest thing. And you have everything you need inside of you. So with the book that's now out, what is next for you? Uh, I'm going to enjoy this for a little bit. I am hoping just to talk to as many people and help them have a little bit of peace around food. So I think I'm just going to stay right here, continuing doing what I'm doing. Just, you know, enjoying, enjoying this. Okay. All right. So as we enter the final phase of the interview, I always like to ask one fun question. Kim, what do you like to do for fun? How do you like to relax? Do you even relax? <laughs> Good question. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I My favorite thing is to wake up around five in the morning, have a cup of coffee and watch TV or read whatever I want to do just alone. And then I love to go for a walk and listen to music and meditate. I mean, that is just my favorite part of my day. And then I love being with my family and hanging out with my girlfriends. I, I do have fun. Okay. It's All not right. like Tulane fun, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. What would be the best way for my listeners to follow your adventures online? They can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and my website at Kim Shapiro Method. I am everywhere. And next month I have a webinar coming out. So if anybody needs some extra support at home, they can follow, they can, you know, buy that webinar. I also am doing groups with clients and I have private sessions. All right. Kim, I am my interviews with my favorite question. And the question is this, if the entire planet was listening to this broadcast, what would be the one thing you would like to say to the people of earth? Mm. Trust yourself more. Trust yourself more. Okay. Yeah. That's right. what I would say. Yeah. Stay okay. in your body. Stay in your body. You got it. The book is This Is What You're Really Hungry For. Six Simple Rules to Transform Your Relationship with Food to Become Your Healthiest Self. Available for purchase on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. Kim, Congratulations on the book and all your success. You are a bright candle in the world of better living, so never burn out, okay? Thank you. Thank you. This was so much fun. I all appreciate right. it. All right. And just like that, Devon Nation, we come to the end of episode 183. I want to thank Kim for taking the time to come on the show. I highly encourage everyone to pick up the book, as it is very educational and truly entertaining. Kim, you are welcome back on the show anytime. And I also want to throw a huge shout out to Harriet Duncan for putting the two of us together. Okay, tune in again next time as we showcase another extraordinary person. I have a really good one coming up in a few days, so be sure to keep checking your favorite podcast streaming channel for that episode to drop. Also, I think it's fair to ask you, the listener, have you enjoyed this episode? I truly hope you have. So please go and hit that subscribe button to keep up to date for when new episodes drop. Also, if you're feeling generous, drop us a review. We love reading what our listeners have to say about us, good or bad. We are still enjoying our partnership with the amazing Tea Public. The Derek Duvall Show has a great little store on there, and we have everything without a logo on it, including magnets, stickers, and mugs. Plus, we have some really fun t-shirts on there that Mrs. Duvall and I added ourselves. So please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com, go to the banner on the left that says Merch, click that, and you'll be taken to our store on Tea Public. And once again, I want to thank them for being such great partners with the show. So on behalf of myself and the entire team here at the Derek Duvall Show, I want to say to each and every one of you listening, what are you doing to manage your mental health this week? May I suggest doing what Kim recommends? If you aren't doing it already, start working on building your way to walking 10,000 steps a day. Now, not only does it have amazing health benefits, as Kim described, 
but it also has amazing mental health benefits, such as lowering anxiety, anger, fatigue, and confusion, according to the National Institute of Health. Nostar, God bless, and see you next time, Planet Earth. This has been a recording of The Derek Duvall Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com, for links to merchandise and to explore past episodes. Please find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Derek Duvall Show.